Welcome back to Infinite Love. Today's topic, well, today I want to talk about how your voice matters. I'm bringing up this topic because I've been seeing a lot of projecting onto others who are using their voice in a very positive, productive way, trying to make change in the world around them. And yet, this seems to trigger a lot of people. I understand that people fear change. It's uncomfortable. But to project darkness onto others who are just trying to share their light, well, then I sit and I wonder. To me, when someone is projecting, it comes from a place of insecurity, of fear, of ego. Because otherwise, we'd simply just hold a conversation with an open mind, an open heart, an open soul. And not just directing it with one perspective, yours. You see, if you're going to hold a conversation, then you're open to listening as well as sharing. And this is how a conversation should happen. Now, if you're projecting, you're only coming from one place, one side, and that's your own perspective, your own judgment, your own ego. In the beginning of sharing my TikTok journey, I was sharing a lot of my darkness because obviously through self-healing, I'm going to share it all and not just share the love and light, the places of happiness where I'm at, but the entire storyline, my entire journey. I wasn't going to hide or sugarcoat anything. So in the beginning, I did receive a message from someone that basically placed judgment on me, wanted to know why I was sharing such negativity and that I should be bringing light. And I get it because I'm at a place where I surround myself with more positivity than darkness. But here's where free will comes into play. Just because I'm at a great place in my journey does not mean that I should hold judgment or pass judgment on others when they're sharing their darkest parts of their journey. I may not respond to some of the messages while I'm scrolling through, but that's just it. I'm choosing to scroll past and not make judgment and not share commentary. I'm making that choice, which means that those who project can also make those choices to not pass judgment on others who are doing such great things. So you see in this world, you can be judged for good and you can be judged for bad. I would like to think that it's all a win-win situation, but realistically, we have to also identify the fact that we are not all on the same journey. And you can respond to those judgments, but also stay true to your character, stay true to your journey. And I noticed that with the videos I did observe, both women did a fantastic job responding versus reacting. They responded in a very beautiful, enlightened way where they expressed themselves in a very teaching manner, but also held space for the person passing judgment. Most people who pass judgment are coming from a very dark place within. And we're all guilty of this because we are all on a journey. And maybe some of us aren't awakened to our journey, and that's okay. But that usually means that those that are awakened on their healing journey can identify this a lot easier. So I was scrolling along and reading the comments, and there were, there were some dark comments. For instance, I follow a lovely pair of sisters who speak of kindness and they're called Courageously Kind. And they have a podcast and someone told them to stop podcasting for no reason. Simply because that person 
Maybe this doesn't like the podcast. Maybe they're jealous. Maybe they're insecure. Who knows? But wherever they are in their journey tells you that by projecting such hatred, they're coming from a dark place that needs people to hold more space for them. Now, you could react to that or you could respond to it or you can simply choose to carry along your journey without having any conversation because you don't always have to teach. You don't always have to respond. That is choice. That is free will. And sometimes it's using your discernment in knowing the audience, knowing the person that is projecting, if they're even going to listen. Because most times, anyone who is projecting, especially if they're only coming from their own ego, their own perspective, they're unable to see any other view but their own. So you could take all that energy of yours and send it forward, but it's allowing you to be depleted from your own cup. Or you could simply respond with kindness, hold space and compassion, or you could move along and still hold space and compassion within your heart while you still have a cup full of love. And I commend them. I commend those girls because they did just that. Nothing's going to stop them. And I get that feeling because nothing will ever stop me. And just like I understood that comment I received way back in the beginning of my journey, I was triggered then. You can also tell that I was still in the depths of my healing. So I responded with kindness, but deleted the comment and moved along. And then I had to release that comment and I had to identify why I was even holding on to it. And clearly it's because of my childhood experiences, my teenage experiences, and having all those comments come at me, but in different ways. So I understood. I could at least process it and understand what it was that girl was saying to me. I understood where the girl was coming from, as she rather see positivity and light versus darkness. However, by leaving such a comment, it also told me that there was parts of her journey that she was still not attending to. Because again, you could leave a comment of kindness, or you don't have to leave a comment at all. And she could have easily just chose to scroll past my video. I just happened to be someone that came across her FYP, and she just happened to have a desire to leave comment on my video at that time. Now, had she taken the time to look at past videos, she would have seen that majority of it was different, was changing, was my growth, was my journey. But she just happened to come across a darker video and had to leave a comment. And again, that's fine. But you see, we all have a choice. What we do with those choices says more about us than it does about others. So I challenge you to this. Before you respond or project onto others, ask yourself why you're so triggered. Because it's not what the person said that triggered you. Triggers aren't other people's faults. Triggers lie within us from our own trauma that we may not even know exists. So go within and ask yourself, why am I so upset by this? Why am I so bothered by two amazing loving sisters doing a podcast together, sharing kindness, sharing awareness of differences? Why does that upset me? Because once you hear my questions out loud, I guarantee you're probably questioning yourself thinking, why would that upset me? And where does that really come from? And that's the challenge. 
I ask any of you who are listening, when you find yourself triggered in your everyday life, who was the person that triggered you? What was it they said or did that triggered you? And where did it really upset you within? Was it your heart? Was it your thoughts? Was it your stomach? All of it. Where did it bother you most? And ask yourself, where does that even come from? Because the world's only going to change when we change within ourselves first. Unfortunately, we all want to dive deep into changing the world. But some of us only want to change others, but never change our own self. And that simply isn't how it works. You can't expect everyone else to do the work and then you hide behind all their progress and say you've done your own work. That storyline only gets you so far until people start recognizing your inauthenticity and seeing your true character. So when I say your voice matters, it matters when you're utilizing it to the best of your ability, making positive changes not only for yourself, but for others to see your light. So you have to truly go within and ask yourself, am I being real? Am I being honest? Am I being raw, vulnerable, my most authentic self? Is what I'm about to say going to impact people for the better? Or am I simply just projecting my pains, my insecurities, my negativity, my darkness onto others because I don't know how to change, I don't know how to fix this, or I simply am comfortable living in this toxicity? And sadly enough, that exists all over the world. That exists probably amongst your own family and friends as you're listening to this podcast. You can probably identify several people. And if you're on this journey, you begin to realize the things you align to, the things you used to align to but don't align to anymore, everything changes. And that's simply what should happen. But most people, myself included for 30 plus years, are scared of change are terrified. We'd rather live in the toxicity of our comfortable, even though we are so uncomfortable, especially when our heart and our soul want to continue to grow. But we stay stagnant in fear, in fear of what others might think or say, in fear of what we might lose. But I look at it like this. You have to lose things in people, in places, in order to make space for new to come in. And I never really got that until I visibly, emotionally, spiritually connected and saw all this transpire within my own life. And it felt surreal, but it's true. At least for me, it is. And I hope it is for you. So I'm here using my voice. And again, perfectly imperfect. In fact, today I was triggered by a friend in the most beautiful way because I opened the door to the trigger because I knew there was something deeper I had to learn. I had to let go and release. And I reached out to my friend Paige, whom I met on TikTok. She's my soul tribe. And she goes by Ascending Phoenix on TikTok. And she's amazing. And she's kind of helped me along the way. We bumped into each other on our self-healing journey in divine timing. When my heart was at its breaking point, over two years ago, we just came across each other's videos and we were just both experiencing something very similar, but yet opposite. I'll talk more about my spiritual journey in my season three. But for now, 
I just want to share the story that I was talking to her earlier and I reached out and asked some questions in regards to a dream I had and what the deeper message was. And I almost knew what it was, but I also knew I was going to get the reality check I needed. And she kind of guided me through it. But after we were done talking, I processed everything and I realized I was triggered. My heart was triggered. And I thought to myself, oh, God, I... I've been in such a euphoric state the past couple of weeks, just loving life and feeling on cloud nine. And I just was kind of angry for a second because I just did not want to experience any of this. I didn't want to release. I didn't want to grieve. And I knew I had to. I knew I was at a place where I had to. I had to let this trigger in and I had to process it, sit with it and feel it. And I did. I also had to take accountability for it too, which I did. But again, this is my self-healing journey and this is what I choose to do on my journey is take the initiative, take the accountability for these triggers, identify them and know exactly where they're coming from and know why I have to release them. Because if I release them, I know I'm opening space to new, new beginnings, new everything. And I trust and believe in this process, even when it hurts. Because healing isn't linear. You're going to experience something, but it's going to feel a little different. For instance, today, this heartbreak, this heartache that I experienced two years ago, I didn't want to relive it, but it wasn't as painful as it could have been. I laid there and cried it out and slept it off, took a couple naps, and then I bounced back and then I was ready to do my podcast. It was that much easier and lighter for me. But I chose to do this. I chose to step up. I chose to say, all right, even though I'm in such a euphoric state, I know it's time. I know it's time to go and I know it's time to grow. And here I am back at it, back at my euphoric state. 100%? No, but getting there and feeling the release and feeling better, feeling lighter, and understanding it, and holding love and space for what was. I may not always have the answers as to why or what happened in my past, because they're unbeknownst to me, but that's okay. I'm not supposed to know. I trust and I believe that Everything happens for a purpose, for a reason. And if people are supposed to come back into your life, they will. And if they're not, that's okay too. I'll always still hold a place of love and gratitude for them. So I ask you to go about your day, go about your journey, and start focusing more on yourself, listening to yourself and what you are going through and what you're experiencing and feeling, and allowing yourself to sit with it And I guarantee you're going to get more answers than you thought you could. And if you do have the opportunity where you see something that you're not really fond of or you find yourself passing judgment, keep it to yourself. We don't want to keep creating negativity all around us because eventually when people start awakening and start healing, they're going to start removing you from their lives or having that conversation. And I know I have. And it's hard and it's sad, but it's also freeing because I'm in a place where I don't want to be surrounded by judgment, toxicity, and negativity. It's just not what my soul desires. And I listen to my soul. I listen to what I need and desire. And I make sure I put myself first and then I'm taken care of because then when my heart is so full and overflowing, I can't wait to share it with others and spread that love and spread that kindness all around. Spread the positivity by utilizing my voice, 
by sharing my journey. And again, if you don't want to hear it, that's free will. Turn to the next channel. It's okay. I am okay. But I will never back down. I will never quit because I am who I am and I love me for it.